The Persian and the Poet. به سلامتی. سلامتی. به سلامتی همه شب و روزتون خوش باشه. These poems are connected. My poem that I've written is actually about the first time I heard uh, a poem, probably in Persian, but I asked this interesting, arty woman that I just met and we'd gone for a walk in the forests. And I was like, hey, I'd love to hear a poem like in your language. And so then she shared me the poem that she's going to share tonight, which yeah. is by Farooq Farooq Saad. And I'll do the English translation of that. The poem is about hearing this Farooq poem for the first time. And of course, I can't understand a word of it. Yeah, in Farsi. So all I hear is this, this beautiful stream of sound. And that's that's what the, the poem is about. And it just captures a beautiful moment. It was a, right at the start of our relationship. It captured a beautiful connection, you know, a beautiful love of poetry. Yeah, and that's also been part of our relationship. So this love of poetry and sharing poetry. So Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the story behind these two poems. That's the right? story. And we share from Farooq Farooqzad, Iranian poet before. So she's Iranian, obviously, and mm. she's one of the modern um, Iranian poets. Yeah, Here, that's right, contemporary poet. Contemporary that's right. poet, yes. mm. that's right. I'm even thinking right now, uh-huh. because it nearly recreates the moment, you do the Farooq one, okay, yes. and then I go straight into the English one, because it's actually my immediate response to hearing that poem just in Farsi. Oh, you share what your you poem in yeah. English? Yeah, whatever. This poem I'm sharing with you in, in Farsi, that's so important. Mm. That the moment I met Cameron, I was so struggling with so many things in my life. And I was just whispering to myself this poem, like almost really? every day. Yeah. And, um, you know, she's, Furuk is such an important person in my life. She really influenced in my art and my art. And, mm. you know, is, yeah, as a feminist. So, wow. و این منم زنی تنها در آستانه فصلی سرد در ابتدای درک هستی آلوده زمین و یأس ساده و غمناک آسمان و ناتوانی این دستهای سیمانی زمان گذشت زمان گذشت و ساعت چهار بار نباخت چهار بار نباخت امروز روز اول دیما هست من راز فصل ها را میدانم و حرف لحظه ها را میفهمم نجات دهنده در گور خفته است و خاک خاک پذیرنده اشارتی است به آرامش زمان گذشت و ساعت چهار بار نباخت در کوچه باد میآید در کوچه باد میآید و من به جفتگیری گل ها میاندیشم به قنچه هایی با ساق های لاغر کمخون و این زمان خسته مسدود و مردی از کنار درختان خیس میگذرد مردی که رشته های آبی رگهایش مانند مارهای مرده از دو سوی گلوگاهش بالا خزیدند 
و در شقیقه های منقلبش آن هجای خونین را تکرار می کنند سلام سلام و من به جفتگیری گلها می اندیشم در آستانه فصلی سرد در محفل ازای آینه ها و اجتماع سوگوار تجربه های پرید رنگ و این غروب بارور شده از دانش سکوت چگونه می شود با آن کسی که می رود اینسان صبور سنگین سرگردان فرمان ایست داد چگونه می شود به مرد گفت که او زنده نیست او هیچ وقت زنده نبوده است به مادرم گفتم دیگر تمام شد همیشه بیش از آن که فکر کنی اتفاق می افتد. باید برای روزنامه تسلیتی بفرستیم This was the part of Furuk's poem because it's such a really long poem. Mm. And sorry, I get really emotional. I always get really emotional with mm. this piece. It, uh, it is, is my favorite, one of my favorites. So thank you for listening. Mm. Okay. <laughs> your poet. Can I just ask, what is it? Why does it touch your heart so much? I think the story and mm-hmm. is so touching in Farsi and the way she puts the words together, mm-hmm. um, the way she's telling us the story is mm-hmm. at the same time is so surreal, mm-hmm. but she explained the reality in mm-hmm. for me in the really So it was surreal. really capturing some of your emotions, especially oh, at the time or even definitely. now. It still captures your heart. Yes, and as an Iranian woman, you know, we... Just it does capture, and always mm. when when I listen, when I read her poems, I'm always think about her. You know, she was living ages ago in Iran, so um, mm. she passed away in the car accident. But if, she, if I was I was thinking if Fulk mm. was alive, um, she was like I don't that's know, right. She still something. that's right. Yeah, she could she's be still, still alive. That's right. But yeah. you know, at that time and uh, mm. politically and culturally. Um, she was such a, a strong person and, mm. you know, and I always admire and encourage mm. um, what she did and her mindset mm. for that period mm. is so strong and fascinating and mm. interesting. So, mm. Thank you. Yeah, That's at the beautiful. same time is super yeah, touchy and emotional and backed yeah. me to the time I met you in the forest. Oh, really? And I share it because, yeah. you know, I know most of this poem mm. and I was trying just to remember and share it with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, that was just a wow. good memories. And so she shared that poem with me as we sat in the car after a walk in the forest. And uh, so I wrote this poem about that moment, maybe similar to what you just experienced now. If you don't speak Farsi, if you just heard this for the first time, this was my response to hearing this poem for the first time. I call it The Spring and the Forest. After a walk in the forest, I ask, will you share a poem with me in Farsi? She begins to speak. Musical words spoken from the heart. 
A flow emerges, trickling into the shallowing space between us and the deepening gorge of this moment. An undecipherable splash of words swirl and swell. A gathering stream of sound bouncing off the smooth white stones of her teeth, shaped into ever-moving waves by the soft, rippling riverbed of her tongue. Beauty spilling over the shallow banks of myself, a fluid sense of meaning flowing into my long, parched heart. This growing torrent of poetry pours from her mouth, soaking through my touch-dry skin, dripping down into hidden voids, sweeping past my defences and filling me up, raising the water table of my entire body until droplets lap at my eyes' lower lids. And then she looks at me, eyes swollen and ready to burst. And all I know, and all she knows, is this moment is flooded with feeling. Only later would I realise, on that misty morning, in the damp soil of my cheeks, seeds, many seeds were planted, and a forest, a huge forest of love, had already begun to take root. So beautiful. <laughs> and you know, I, lo I, I love it because, yeah, I normally don't read uh, Cameron's poem in English because I love it in Farsi better. So. <laughs> All right. And when I translate it, then I'm like, oh, wow, that's a really good poem. But All right. Like, okay, you're really talented, but not really. But when I translate it, I really believe in him because I think he's a, such a talented person. He's such oh, a talented yeah, nice. poet. Let us believe in the beginning of the cold season. And this is I, a woman alone, at the threshold of a cold season, at the beginning of understanding the polluted existence of the earth, the simple and sad pessimism of the sky and the incapacity of these concrete hands. Time passed. Time passed and the clock struck four. Struck four times. Today is the winter solstice. I know the season's secrets. The wind is blowing through the street, the beginning of ruination. <laughs> <laughs>
I am cold. I am cold and it would appear that I will never be warm again. I am cold and I know that nothing will be left of all the red dreams of one wild poppy but a few drops of blood. I shall give up lines and give up counting syllables too. And I will seek refuge from the mob of finite measured forms in the sensitive planes of expanse. I am naked, naked, naked. I am naked as silence between words of love. And all my wounds come from love, from loving. Will I once again comb my hair with wind? Will I ever plant pansies in the garden and set geraniums in the sky outside the window? Will I ever again dance on wine glasses? Will the doorbell call me again towards a voice's expectation? I said to mother, it's all over now. I said, things always happen before one thinks. We have to send condolences to the obituary page. Now I'm going to the translation. Oh, yes, and okay. Is that right? Um, yeah, I'm going to just... Oh, this is the translation of... Yeah. <laughs> translation of Cameron's poem. Yes. And I'm going to talk in Farsi a bit because... Sure. Yeah. To explain um, some things. I'm going to write a poem today. And I'm going to write a poem today. And I'm going to write a poem today. And I know that it's not complete. But I'm going to write it today. And I'm going to edit it. من خیلی خوشحال میشم اگه که بهم به فیدبک بدین و نظرتون رو بگین که چجوری بود ترجمه کما اینکه شما شعر اصلی رو گوش کردین و اینکه ما در صفحه ایرانی و شاعر The Persian and the Poet میذاریم شعر کامرون و اصلی رو و ترجمه رو من میذارم که باتون به اشتراک بذاریم بینیم نظرتون چیه اسم شعر هست بهار و جنگل پیاده رویمان در جنگل تمام می شود می پرسم برایم شعری به فارسی می خانی؟ شروع به خواندن می کند نوای موزون کلماتش همچون جریان جاری جویبار بر شعاع فاصل فرو می ریزد و در اعماق این لحظه سیلابی از واژگان مبهم می جوشد و می پیچد گرداب کلمات از ورای سنگ های سیغل سفید دندانهایش که در کنار بستر نرم زبانش به موجهای مواج میماند زیبایی میریزد بر ساحل خشکیدم همچون حس سیالی از معنا جاری در امتداد قلب گداختم این سیل فضاینده از شعر میریزد از دهان او و پوست تفتیدم را تازه می کند و حفره های پنهانم را مملو گذشته را در خود می بلعد صدها را فرو می ریزد و اندامم را 
لبریز می کند لب و لب از آب و آب بالا می زند از حفره چشمهایم و او نگاه هم می کند چشمهای متورم و آماده شکافتن و همه آنچه او می داند و همه آنچه من می دانم فوران شور این لحظه است و بعدها فهمیدم که در آن صبح مهالود در خاک نمناک گونه هایم دانه های زیادی کاشته شد و جنگل جنگل عظیمی از عشق و دلدادگی جنگل عظیمی از دلدادگی که از قبل شروع به ریش دواندن کرده بود از قبلترها شروع به ریش دواندن کرده Thank you so much for listening. Uh, so, wow. yes, sorry. I just honestly, I just finished it this morning. Yeah, because I haven't heard just it. Maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe just 10 minutes before <laughs> I put my makeup on. And um, I think that's why you came in a bit stressed. You were like, ah! yeah. So well, I started drinking wine. Merci, Gushkarin. And I'm just going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, and this is of the translation. Yeah, well, I'm, I recognized uh, there's just a few words I knew in the jungle being forest and up, up, water. Oh, yes. And uh, yeah, there's a few other little things I noticed. I could sort of tell where you're up to. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's talking about this. She's talking about <laughs> yes, that. Yeah. Because normally when I translate it, what we do, we put it in Google Translate. And I know Google Translate is such mm. a stupid software, but <laughs> at the, sometimes it does do yeah. the good job. Oh, so And then Cameron says if like... All right. The whole thing, you just get the vibe of the poem yeah. generally. I can usually and tell whether you are oh, like, wait a sec, that's not right, you know. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. absolutely. So, mm. and it was it was a bit a long poem of you. I, it might be a little bit longer than some of my others. Yeah, yes, that's right. And I actually I did an edit of it uh, earlier this week from the original, and it's yeah. even shorter than it was so um, oh it is shorter than I yeah because okay. when i first wrote it last year sometime um yeah i did another edit this week so it's definitely i wanted to just really focus it in so yeah um, i consider yeah. this poem as a really cami is it cami's poems yeah. yeah is so emotional it's so expressive yeah and yeah. metaphoric is super Meta- metaphoric, metaphoric. Yeah, yeah it's think... super metaphoric so yeah I do think metaphors are my key, one of my key tools, you know, mm. absolutely. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I think I, feel, I just have a pleasure when I find a metaphor that feels right, you know, the metaphor felt so right. You know, just when I was hearing your poem and it was just like flowing out of you and flowing over me, you know, it just had water. Like it, it, for me, that's what the whole metaphor was. Mm-hmm. So so then it was about, yes, that's it, because for me, a poem is successful just for me when it captures that feeling and uh, that metaphor of water, hearing the poems like water flowing over me. So, And then I just basically keep drawing it out. What else do I find in that image and what else can I say talk, you know, using that image? Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I 
And I want to share something which I feel really insecure about sharing that with others, but I'm yeah. doing on purpose. Because yeah. recently I realized that how good is that? How feel I how I feel really good when I'm sharing something which I feel insecure because, you know, we have yeah, a universal right. experience anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you not feel ins- always. And I'm going to say, you mm-hmm. know, the story of me and Cameron, like me as like I was married to my ex for uh, 15 years, knew mm-hmm. him for 20 years mm-hmm. and um, be with someone like after ages, you feel like, you know, I'm 41, Cameron is 47. And, you mm-hmm. know, it's such a like you start your life with someone from the beginning is such interesting at the same time super strange mm. and sometimes you feel that i think if 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 someone over there like you watching us and you are in the same page have the same experience in it's such a like a strange feeling because you sometimes are embarrassed to share it with others to say Hi, guy. Hey, I'm in love. I love someone. And <laughs> because I'm 41, I, I'm, I, I'm not allowed to celebrating love and life. And I think this is part of hmm. it's cultural for specifically for me, because really? my sister it doesn't she doesn't have this. But um, I think one part of me really traditional in Iranian way. So hmm. and hmm. I, I, I don't mind it. And I do love to talk about that because it's a kind of, it's my history and in my mm. identity. Mm. But yeah, it's, I just want to say that it's beautiful to share love and loving because mm. um, it's no end for loving. You know, <laughs> I have a son, I'm dying for him and I totally love him. <laughs> for me, loving doesn't have any end and never yeah. finish, you know, so... I just want to say that maybe sometimes you feel like it's personal or we're sharing our story or our mm. l- love story. Mm. But um, I, we, uh, personally, I know Cameron as well. We don't want to pretend and just mm. say um, we are like this or we are like that. We're just sharing mm. what we went through. Yeah, and I think that was um, what we experienced together, and we went through. Mm. It was such a really amazing and um, beautiful experience because I remember at the first time when I met Cameron, I was still married and I introduced my ex-husband to Cameron Mm. and he asked me to, can we be friends? Oh, we can catch up and be friends. And I said, you know what? I think we cannot even be friends. And he was just, (laughs) I was a bit drunk and his eyes was widely open and he looked at me and said, Okay, what do you mean? I said, you know, English is my second language. I think we cannot be friends anymore. And your job is writing. You are a professional writer. And so... Um, and look at here we are now. And here we are. And I'm sometimes I'm like, this language you're using is not even correct. Your English is not good enough. I'm kidding. He always correct me. But yeah, here mm. we are. And you, you never know what... Um, I personally, I don't believe in destiny and something like that. But in somehow, I th- of course, we never know what future holds for us, what's no. going to happen, of course. And mm. I never, ever think what it's, it's I'm going to have another story in my life. And yeah. I'm going to just say that if you are in the same situation or experience the same thing, don't mm. feel alone. There's so many people around you mm. similar. And the problem is these days we don't want to share. We don't want to talk about those traumas, those things, mm. which is, you know, we normally don't talk about that. Okay. Mm. 
too much. No, no, that was interesting. And I think my reflection on that is I, I, I experience that so differently. I, I don't mm. think I feel any of that. And yeah. for me, writing a poem, especially, a, you know, this is a, a love poem, right? But it's capturing a moment for me. And, and our life is made of the stories we tell ourselves. And we can choose to focus on all the terrible things and all the hurts and all the regrets, or we can choose to focus on all the love and all the connection and all the beautiful moments. So when I write a poem like this one, I'm saying, here's a moment I want to remember. And also that becomes part of the way I think about my entire life. It's a way of framing your life around love rather than hurt or regret. And also I think... I've sort of either learnt or believe that vulnerability is just far more powerful than, I don't know, <laughs> restraint or something. You know, so I've learnt to lean into vulnerability and I've found the benefits of that. You know, I've found that people connect with that or people respond to that. And some people, depending on their experiences and their life, you know, to be fully vulnerable is genuinely hard. And genuinely even dangerous in a psychological sense if people aren't respecting that. But I feel like I've learned in my life that being vulnerable is powerful. And in sharing these, well, intimate moments, there is actually something beautifully powerful about that. And actually, it's really connecting because most people in the world experience or dream of experiencing something like that. So it's deeply human, these most intimate things that we experience. So Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. And especially these days, you know, everybody like, you know, generally we have to be strong. We have to we mm. don't need to talk about what we're going through through mm. the lockdown and mm. um but I think we need to cry, we need to talk with <laughs> others and say, I'm sick of it <laughs> and I don't want it anymore. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, this is how does it work and yeah. Oh, Thank you so much for watching us. Thanks Bye. for listening.